All right, Rudolph in Kenshin Origins. Now, the question is: Should you saw this movie first, or you see the beginning first? It's entirely up to you.、Um, I believe the beginning was more concrete, telling you the story. The good thing about this Origins movie is that they put some flashback of what happened in the beginning. And here's the fun fact:、um, Origins was made first. The beginning was made a couple of years later, but they kept those same flashbacks. Most of them, they kept it, and they brought it back in the beginning. So it was very, very well done. In fact, when you finish,、um, when you at the beginning of the the beginning, <laughs> I'm sorry, at the end of the beginning, is exactly this opening scene of this origins film. Of course, in the beginning they put others, other scenes with Hajime Saito, but um, but yeah, very well done. Now, in case you have not seen it, what is this about?、Uh, Rurouni Kenshin is a samurai, ex, not a samurai, an assassin during the Shogun era in Japan. He committed some crimes, not crimes, but you know, it was a revolutionary era. And then after the the shogun,、uh, the the new era, the new Meiji era came in Japan. He stopped. He he stopped killing. He disappeared for ten years, and now we get this story of he reappearing. And of course, his past is now getting back at him of what he has done, and his enemies are coming back、um, to face him. That's the best description of it. Uh, it's based on an anime, which I believe you need to see because if you see this film, you're gonna be like, "What is all this about?" You're gonna be very confused. And it's two hours long. I believe it's two hours and ten minutes long, and they are throwing so much stuff that you are going to be confused about what is really going on. It's a movie for fans. It's a movie for、uh, fandom. And even though they explain very well what is going on, still you're gonna be like, "Why are they putting these characters? What, what is going on?" And this is what we're gonna unravel here. What we're going to explain. I am going to do the same that I did in the beginning,、um, the previous podcast.、Uh, we're gonna compare the film, the live action, the anime, what they have in common, why are they are not having in common. And how much I enjoyed it, right? Right? Okay. So we already explained who is Kenshin, what is going on, what is happening, what is the same. The same is like I, Kenshin and Kaoru, how they met、uh, on the anime and in this film they met very、um, in a comical way. Kaoru is a young girl. Trying to defend the honor of her school, she's a、uh, source sourcewoman、uh, teacher sensei, and there is this guy saying, committing crimes, killing people, saying that he is using Kaoru's、um, fighting style, and this is what really upset me in this film because in the anime they get the guy and they got him and. Yes, the, he's punished about what he was doing, 
in this film we have an idea of who is the guy but then they change the whole thing to another guy and I, at the end of the film I was like okay was he the one taking the blame for Kaoru or it was somebody else and that was something that they didn't explain um, and that's the problem that I have with this live action film they did so much in two hours introducing characters doing a lot of stuff that they have to change some stuff from the anime or from the manga that had to accommodate very well in this two hour film uh, again I do understand but at the same time I feel like I was watching a, a fandom video from YouTube <laughs> um, and, in, and something very interesting the continuation of this film was two years later so I am guessing that they sit down and they said okay we made a mistake here here and here we need to fix this so they have two year gap to fix it that's what I'm guessing because we're gonna be continuing this okay so the way Kaoru and Kenshi met still very fun they respect love in Kaoru's character um, her cooking her jealousy towards Megumi. Megumi is um, another character, she's a doctor and they um, the bad guys use her for producing opium and she escaped from them and Kenshin and Kaoru uh, help her to you know stay in their house and she's a doctor so she will help the community and the way Megumi flirts with Kenshin and make Kaoru jealous is just hilarious in the, in the anime and the film was very very well portrayed um, something that I also like is uh, the respect for Kenshin his fighting technique he, his pose before drawing the sword I when I saw that on the, on the live action I was very excited as a fan and Sanosuke was also here Sanosuke is a fighter for hire <laughs> a brawler and the guy who plays Sanosuke was great. He did an amazing job representing the character. Jahiko is uh, also here. He's a foster child or also homeless. And Kaoru here take is already taking care of him. In the anime, it doesn't happen like that. They met uh, Jahiko in um, another way. And again, I'm guessing they're try to accommodate time so the way he and Kaoru are already united that's okay with me I didn't have any problem with it um, the way Kenshin and Sanosuke met this is where it was a little awkward because they met in prison in the live action in the anime it's not like that and in the anime has more meaning about why Kenshin and Sanosuke at the beginning are like opposites and I do get it and it was very well portrayed um, but yeah again trying to save time now the villain the main villain is Kanryu Takeda and he was in charge of the Oniwabanshu group now the Oniwabanshu the way they put it on the anime is this group that used to fight like I don't want to say ninjas but like uh like a group of samurais can I say samurais? they're like ninjas anyway, that's how they are represented in the anime and now in the anime they are no longer 
under this code of the samurai and now they are working for Kanryu Takeda. That is the same both in live action and in the anime. What is not the same is the characters and again I understand there are um, I don't have too much time to spend explaining or who are these guys but they are very very important later in the future of the films and they didn't explain that very well in the anime they did a great job the only one wondering is like one of the best group ever and they are fighting against Kenshin and Sansuke and even Kaoru and in this live action film it was a little frustrating to see what they did with them even though it was a great action film it was a great action scene between the Oniwabanshu and Kenshi and Sanosuke but still something happened between the Oniwabanshu and Kanryu Takeda who is the, their boss something happened between them that is going to unravel more and more things in later events and they didn't portray it the way that I was expecting the same with Hajime Saito Hajime Saito is was in the beginning film now he's back same actor great presence great actor but they oh man I was I was mad <laughs> in the anime Hajime Saito and Kenshin are like rivals death they see each other they want to kill each other but it's time of peace Kenshin doesn't want to fight anymore and this upsets Hajime Saito and he's frustrated so in the anime when they meet it's an amazing fight it's an amazing match there, was, there is no winner between them it's great great one of the best episodes of the anime in this live action film no it's, it's more like both of them fighting and at the same time talking and I'm gonna repeat myself they are explaining they are they're trying to do a lot in two hours so they're trying to, to not concentrate too much on this fight but again for us to understand who Saito is that fight with Kenshin have to be important both of them are at the same level of fighting style and they didn't acknowledge that on the live action another thing that upset me is that in the anime Saito have this fighting technique called Tekatoksu and it's one of the best fighting techniques in, in the show and when in the live action he's going to fight Kanryu Takeda Kanryu Takeda has a machine gun right? He's, fight, he's shooting all over the place and in the live action Hajime Saito shows up with this cool music on the background he's walking and he goes and do his pose and you know he's gonna do the katoksu and when he does it now it's one it's one of the most the most frustrating things i ever seen as a fan <laughs> of a, of a franchise uh so there is no excuse there i don't even know why they did it but anyway uh what else but of course the live the live action action scenes are spectacular i really really enjoy them and yeah i guess we're gonna see more of this let's see how it goes all right uh if you have not heard the podcast of the beginning you can go back and check it out i believe this i was more excited with that one than with this one <laughs> 
So okay, let's watch the second film. Of of course, it's the third film, but what is, what is it called? Kyoto Inferno. Yeah. Alright. Anyway, let's watch it and I'll see you later.